Good morning, Rabboisai. Ah! Lilu Nishmasimi Mirosi, Ruspas Mordechai. I want to wish a tremendous, tremendous Mazel Tov to all the Messiahim. We'll go through some of the Messiahim here. I just got this picture from Muncie. Over 100 people attended this seal. And this is always a sample of Achdus that the Shir has like no other. If you look closely, you'll see the Hasidim over here, over here, you even have a Satmar Chassid here. And then you have Avi Mandelbaum himself, a self-proclaimed Tsiyoni, who said the Hadron. They gave him this chos with his blue shirt, no hat, no jarnish, like straight off his, he's probably wearing sandals also, right off the plane. You're supposed to be sitting over there, sir. Over here you have Lakewood, New Jersey. They're mocked with these guys not to look at the camera or whatever, it's a whole. This is unbelievable, first time. This is Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia, Raboisai. And this, right over here, is Alberta, Canada. Social distancing. Alberta, Canada. This is a big wow. This is huge. This is huge. This is going to shock the oil on big time. Chicago, Illinois. Unbelievable. Over 30 guys. We're getting there. Lot, lot. Ellie Dykeman, the Messiah with the son, Ellie Dykeman from Borough Park. Look at the simch on his face. Raboisai, I want to welcome. This is a wow. This, I'll even allow Judah to scream wow. And also, where's the Dr. Factor? This is a wow. For Mesechtis Tainus, we had slightly over a thousand new Mishtatim. For Mesechtis Megillah, as of today, and the, as I was talking to Shloimi Rosenberg, who's we have almost tremendous Shukayach, the numbers kept on coming in. 1,665 people. 1,665. That's a wow. So, <laughs> we need to thank Misano Gans for pushing this whole initiative together with Yossi Klein, Shlemy Rosenberg behind the scenes, Dr. Listhaus for sponsoring $25,000 towards the Masechta, Ellie Stefanski, $20,000 because I had to step in today. It's $80,000, the money's not in. The $25,000 is not gonna step. So whoever wants to be mishtatav in the schos, tremendous, I think it's the best miser money you can spend personally, without being biased. Getting somebody to learn Taira for $30, out of the 1,665, we have hundreds of new yeshiva guys doing it. Hundreds. Not in the time of the regular Zdarim. After Zdarim, instead of saying do nothing, learning the daf, why not? I have to thank the guys in the shir. Guys in the shir went out there and got these 1,600 people to join. It's not easy. And a lot of people stepped out of their comfort zone. So last night... Uh, it was a very, very inspiring seum that we had here. We had 240 people in the hall, and uh, we're going to need a new hall. And let me tell you a little bit about what was inspiring. We had Rabbi Nissel who spoke beautifully. We had Eitan O'Garrick, beautiful speech. 
he actually sang a song, went out of his comfort zone, Yishkoyach Eitan, it was great, a great, great team all around. But then we had Shmuel, Shmuel Fine. And I want to tell you, the reason I'm saying this is because of the achdos, the camaraderie that we have here in the shir. Shmuel got up there with earrings in his ear and described to the Olam how since his bar mitzvah, he hasn't put on tefillin and he forgot how to put on tefillin and here in MDY he did the entire mesechta, he made a seam on the mesechta and somebody on the first day had to teach him how to put on tefillin. And I don't think there's a dry eye in the room when he was speaking. So Yishkoyach to Shmuel. And then another, another achdos piece, we had our Messiah. And he got up, Michal Halbader, Harbader, Harbader, sorry, Harbader, got up at the age of 71, making his very first seam, got up with his cowboy boots and his cowboy hat. Because here in MDY, we don't go by the chitzonius. It doesn't matter how many earrings, how many hats, what type of hat, if you have a hat, if you have a blue shirt, if you have crowds of the pious, we're all in it for the same reason. We're here to serve Hashem through learning Torah. And obviously there's a lot, a lot of chesed on the side. A lot. So here he is. Michal Yishkoyach. And by the way, you read it like a pro. Without mixing it up. It was beautiful. His first line, I don't know if it's his first seed. Maybe he just wanted that covet. He told us. He said, you're a pro. So, Mesechtis Megillah is maybe Tainus is the easiest Masechta in Chas. Megillah is probably second easiest. Fun. How could it not be fun? It's all about Purim. The most fun day in the year. Everybody's drunk, rolling on the sidewalk. And we're going to learn all the halakhas and we're going to finish the Masechta in 31 days, Be'ez Hashem. 31 days, not a big deal. We're going to finish it and we're going to come into Purim with a whole nother understanding what the Megillah is, different psukim, what does Prazi mean, Medina, different words. Different halachas that apply to it. We're going to come in with a whole different understanding. And you know, I I, I wanted I was on a I want to tell you something. Last night, there's a lot of inspiring things here. There's another one. I hope I have the picture here. Although I didn't see it when I was looking through. This kid, Ozzy Holtz, all the way at the end of the seam. His father came over to me. I printed his picture, maybe not. Maybe I left it at home. We'll bring it tomorrow. Ozzy Holtz, 12 years old. He made a scene with us, but not Stam, he made a scene. He was in the hospital, surgery, and everything. And with the surgery, a 12-year-old finished the Masechta. So that was also very inspiring. But listen to this. This is not as inspiring, but it's tremendous. After the scene was over, Ellie Delinsky came over to me. He said, look, I'm, not, I'm a pretty shy guy. And I went out of my comfort zone. But I want to tell you something, he said. These were his words. And he could come up here if he disagrees and if he wants to be moida to it, he can come, come up right now. He told me, the biggest achievement of my life, something like that, those were the words he used? He's saying yes. The biggest achievement of his life was to encourage Michal Harbiter to join the Shir. The biggest achievement of his life. That's what he told me privately. So satisfaction. satisfaction. Biggest satisfaction. Okay, what was your biggest achievement? <laughs> Learning. Very good. Okay. So anyways, 
you scrub for the oil. I know it's hard. Go out of your comfort zone. Some of you stood outside and uh, were missionaries to the cult or whatever, but it's, it's for an unbelievable cause and you should kayak. Usually I do this whole introduction. This is not even part of it. The whole thing of the pros and the cons of the daf. The daf is very long and we started a little late, so I just want to tell you the, the two, three main, main points, the focuses, and we'll start and we'll jump into it. The one, the first one we touched is the camaraderie and the achdos. Yeah, well, we had close to 50 Rashid guys, close to 50 Leva Torah guys, maybe even more, and 40 Mivaseret guys starting today. And that's, we don't even know, called Torah, don't tell the Rashiva there, over 15 guys, but they do a Betzina under the bed, whatever, it's also, we'll, we'll, we'll get to them one day. 15 guys, they came last night, a lot of them, no, yeah, I, was just, I was just kidding. They, they weren't here. They don't do the daf. It's all Seder. So the camaraderie, if you look around the room, you'll see eight-year-olds sitting next to 75-year-olds, Sfardim sitting next to Hasidim. One big achdos. The biggest line that I like is, well, maybe because I invented it. It's not about the daf. It's about the yoimi. It's, it's called Daf Yomi, but it's not about the Daf. It's about the Yomi. It's the consistency. The reason why we do Daf Yomi, we're so into it, is because even people that learn Bi'iyun, they need a little Bikiyas consistency. If they learn Iyun consistent, great. But most of the time, Ben Azmanim comes along, Shabbos, this, that, and people are not learning, and the consistency is key. And third of all, is the idea and the Eitzah, that you heard a thousand times from me, but I have to say for the new guys, it's 1,660, it's probably 66 already. 60, we'll go 65. The new guys, the biggest trap, the biggest reason why people fall off Dafiyami is because they miss a day. And everybody misses a day. So the chances are you are going to fall off. So what do you do? Very, very simple, and it's worked for hundreds of people. When you miss a day, you just continue where Klal Yisrael is. Look up what daf they're on. It doesn't matter. Some people missed 20 daf. It doesn't matter. Two daf, five daf, no matter what, even one daf. Do not try to make it up. Unless you're pro, 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 but we're not going to go there. If you're new to this, you don't make it up. You take out your pen, you write in front of the Gemara and miss daf ches. And you go with Klal Yisrael and daf tes, and that's it. That is the trick. You beat the Yitzhar every single time. A week later, you have some time. You hear this, then... You pull out your Gemara, you do Daf Ches, and everything will be fine. I'm telling you, that is the trick. Now, we are going to start a brand new Mesechta, and Bezer Hashem, in 31 days, we'll all be Messiah right here. It's party all over again. Maybe not in this hall, but another one, beautiful. Every time it's a whole other Chiddush, and people come away inspired, and Baruch Hashem, we're able to do it every month now. The official Mishnah is sponsored, Lahatzlacha Ruchni of Shimshin David Lipa Ben Yehudis Bela, and he added a name. I forgot what it was. Another kid. Okay. We are used to Rabbi Yisai. We're used to laying the Megillah on the 14th of Adar. And oh, that's right. We got to do sponsors. Sorry. Somebody has to pay the bills here. Sponsor of the Koilal. Chaydash is Chaim from Lakewood. Lili Nishmas, Yeshua Ari Leiba Koyen. If you just joined the Shir, he's a young Bacher, 23 year old, who's just Nifter this week from Esha Torah, who finished his very first Mesechta, Mesechtis. Rosh Hashanah with us, 
His name is Yeshua Arilev, Akayim ben Yonis Chaim Zichon Levrocha, and the camaraderie and the achdos and the chesed of the chevra. There's a person by the name of Akiva Ziegler, a big part of the Shir and Bar Park. He put together Mishnais for him and immediately filled up, and they're doing Mishnais. She said, again, unbelievable. Mesechtis Megillah. How many people from the Shir went to be Menachem Mavel them? Again, we don't have time for this. Mesechtis Megillah is sponsored by the Davis and Kessler families in Schos for Fur Shlema, for Miriam Esabaz Dvaira, Mesechtis Megillah. Inspired by Shmuley Hecht, F245. And if you're new to this, you'll hear a lot of these numbers. Because a lot of that solid guys like to give back to the shear, and you'll hear the name, the, the numbers over and over. It's not that it's a shear just for Atzala guys. No, 1,665 people are not all Atzala that joins. Maybe 60 of them are. But, the month, in honor of RL97, Akiva Tepper, for introducing me to Rebelli's Daf, Daniel and Cyril Cohen. Schus for Fur Shlema for Gavriel Ben Yom Ben Cyril Fruma, who happens to be Michal's great grandchild. Anonymously, by Kalman of the Five Towns, Zuchon Levracha, Rimnach Mendel Ben Simcha Zuchon Levracha, in memory of his upcoming yard site, and the Siyum of Sechlis in his honor. Yitzhak Rowe, in honor of Duvi Rowe, starting off Yoimi, Moshe Malki Kriegsman, in honor of Q7, Duvi Rowe, for joining MDY. These are Bali Chesed, that's what they are. Bali Chesed. Shimi Braun, in honor of my son. Nochem for his first seal, Mazel Tov. Avi B. And for the new guys, yeah, eventually we get to the learning part also. To my dear son, Eli Melech, for starting his first second of the Daf cycle. Mommy and Daddy, so proud of you. We love you. Eli Macheva, sender of it. Mazel Tov to Mayor Tesser, L50. And Sruli Fagenbaum, L613. On the CM and in honor of ETC Learner, L97. Joining Rebellion Share. What's L? Lakewood, not Lawrence. Lakewood. Brian Dober. Oberg, a quick and speedy refuel shlem for my father-in-law, Yaakov Tzvi, Ben, Ruth. Megillah, Nikris, Bidyud Aleph, Bidyud Beis, Bidyud Gimel, Bidyud Dalet. So, we are very used to, we only know of one day, we go to Shul and we hear the Megillah, it's always the same day. Unless you're in Yerushalayim, you go on Tesvav. If you're the rest of the world, or if you're in a place that has a wall, then you do it on Tesvav. Otherwise, you do it on Yud Dalet. Says the Mishnah, no. Well, seeing from within the Megillah, you can read the Megillah on other days, not only Yudalad and Tesvav, other days. What are the other days? Biyud Aleph, Biyud Beis, Biyud Gimel. Now, Biyud Aleph, Tesvav, we know already, but the big Chiddush in the Mishnah is Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, and Yud Gimel, and the Mishnah is going to go on to describe when exactly do we read the Megillah on those other days. Not Less than the 11th, you can't go to the 10th, you can't go more than the 15th, you can't, you can't do, you can't read the Megillah on the 16th of other, 17th, no. And you can't read the Megillah on the 10th, 9th, 8th, etc. So, there was once a guy, I don't know if it was the guy in Mavilno, but it was a guy. There was a, somebody that asked his grandchild, he said, why does the whole world make a big deal and a fuss about your grandfather? So he said, I'll tell you why. Because when he was six years old, Somebody asked him the question. Somebody asked him, why is it that, Shalom Aleichem, thank you, this is my recruit. I found him on Shabbos. Well, maybe there are other people involved as well, but I got you, know? Yeah, but it, I was the Machiavelli Patish. Okay. So they asked him, what's so special about your father, your grandfather? And he said, look, when you're six years old, they asked him the question. Why is it that in Mesechus Megillah it says, you can read it, Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel, Yud Al, Le'pachais V'le'yaiser. But in Mesechus Shabbos Kuflam Zayin, when it discusses Bris Milah, 
It says you could do a bris meal on the 8th, 9th, 10th, and it doesn't say, says this Talmud Chacham, he says, I'll tell you exactly why. And he starts going in, because in Mila it's different, because this, and there's a Taisus here, and a Rashbam there, a whole pilpul. No. And what did your grandfather say when he was six years old? My grandfather said, it does say, Leipachas V'layayzer. So, very interesting that a city that has a wall around it from the days of Yeshua Benun. Now, we're talking about Megillah reading. We're talking about reading the Megillah from the time of Shushan, Achashverosh. Wait, what does that have to do with Yeshua and a wall in the time of Yeshua? So, we'll see. Yushalmi says that it's not to be Mavayish Eretz Yisrael because in that time of Mordechai and Esther, they didn't have any walls left in Eretz Yisrael, so then Eretz Yisrael wouldn't have this halach of Tesvav. So in order to give covet to Eretz Yisrael, fine. That's how we get to Tesvav. Now, by the way, question. What about... This particular city right over here. This is, I found a beautiful city in Croatia. Look at this. Tzmuk of Chaima has a nice wall. It's on the, it's on the, the sea. When do you lay in over here? The answer is, it's Tzmuk of Chaima. And you read it on the 15th, even though it's Chutzlar. It's Chutzlar, it's just all the same thing. Tzmuk of Chaima, 15th. Okay. Now, there's another thing, very interesting also, that we here in Bet Shemesh, we live five minutes away from this place right over here, maybe even less. It's called Tel Bechemesh, Yermot is another place. Also, these are, it has walls from the time of maybe Yeshua ben or not. So the question is, we live next to it and we see it. Maybe we're hired to read the Megillah on the 15th. There are people here in Bechemesh that read the Megillah on both days, but at the end of the day, the, we pass and you don't. Okay, especially that the walls are down, the, uh, nobody lives there, okay. You have villages and very large cities that don't have walls. That's what we do today. We lay the Megillah, read the Megillah on the 14th. However, so we'll go to this chart for, for the Mishnah, not a very sophisticated one. There's Yom HaKnisa. On Mondays and Thursdays when we lane, some people even say it's laning. Rashi says Yom HaKnisa means that this is when Bezdin gets together on Mondays and Thursdays. So if you have a Dintaira and you live in a village, so you have to walk to the city, you take your camel, whatever, you go to the city and you, you go to Bezdin. So because the village guys are in the city on Mondays and Thursdays, so we allow them to read the Megillah on a Monday and a Thursday, even though it's not Purim yet, even though it's not Yudalit. So if Yudalit falls out, let's say, a day after when they gather for Beznan, so they'll go earlier, they go there. Let's say they're here, Purim falls out on Wednesday, Yudalit's over, they'll go two days backwards. That's what, that's what the mission is talking about. So nothing too exciting. El Shakfar Magdin Liyama when you're in a village, you could read the Megillah earlier than Yudalad because that's the day that they gather for Bezid. Ketzad. So now the Mishnah goes through it step by step. Chaliyos Yudalad Sheni. Sheni means Monday. So here you have on this chart, 
Hey is Thursday, Vav is Friday, Shab is Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So if Yudalad fell out on a Monday right over here, so what do you do? You read the Megillah right there because there's a Bezdin going on there. They're already in the city. Great. So everybody reads that day. There's no reason to, to make it earlier. But the guys with the wall, they do it one day later. So, I mean, we're going to see the Psukim a little later, but uh, how about this right over here? It's a little small because there's a lot of words, but it says in Shushan, Venoyach Bechamishasar. So the, the Megillah tells us the day of fi- the 15th, and also Barea Prozis, meaning wide open cities without walls, are Baasar. So those are the two dates that we have in the Megillah. And it talks about Arei Prozis, open cities. Over here doesn't really mention anything about a wall. The Gemara is going to go into it. Yeah, we said this. That's why, based on the Megillah, we have two dates. So the guys in the walled city, they do it the following day, on a Tuesday. Everybody else is on a Monday. They're in Yerushalayim, they're on a Tuesday. What if, so this is the Chiddush of the Mishnah. What if Purim falls out on Tuesday or on Wednesday? So the guys from the village, they get to do the Megillah two days earlier, if they feel like, by the way, Interesting halacha. It's brought down in halacha, in Yushalmi, based on Yushalmi, that you could read the Megillah even on Rish Chaydash. Beis, Gimel, Dalet, Hey, Vav, Zayn. But it doesn't say it in the Mishnah. Because Yushalmi is talking about that the only way to do it, you're forced. That's the only way to do it. These guys have a leniency. If they want to, if they feel like doing it two days early, they can do it two days early. They're not in the concentration camp. They're not, they don't, nobody's forcing a gun to them. If somebody's forcing a gun to you, then you can do it all the way by Rishchot. I'm just throwing that in. That's for people that don't have a good reason, like the guys in the village. They don't have a real reason. It's just they're lazy. They don't want to come back. They happen to be there on a Monday. So because they're nice guys, the Gemara says, they treat everybody nicely. They give people food. So we were nice to them. Talking about a guy that he's going to have treatments, whatever. He can't be there. He's going to be in the hospital. So he could go all the way to only a forced situation, I'm saying. If it's Tuesday or Wednesday, you can go backwards all the way to a Monday. But the guys in the city, obviously, they don't have a reason to go backwards, so they do Purim, whatever day falls out, either on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And if you're in Yerushalayim, a walled city, you go to the following day on Tesvav Adar. What if it falls out on a Thursday? Again, same exact thing. There's no reason to push anything off. Why? Because we're on a Thursday. Everybody's in the city anyway for Bezdin. So they're there. I don't have it on the chart, but they're on Friday. Or you can look it over here. They'll be on this Friday. Oh, here's where it comes interesting. What if Purim falls out on a Friday? So here we are. We're on a Friday. This blue right over here. So if you're in a village, you're permitted to go backwards one day to Thursday. That's the best then. Well, you can read on Friday, whatnot. Now, why Mukav Chayma, if you're in a, in, a, in a city with a wall like Yerushalayim, you read on Friday, not on Shabbos. 
Because we don't read the Megillah on Shabbos. Why not? Just like we don't blow a shoifer on Shabbos. You don't take a lulav on Shabbos because you might carry no Megillah on Shabbos. Why don't you read it on Sunday? Read it on Sunday. Push it off a day. Vilayavar. Very close. Vilayavar. We're going to see that also. I might have it here. You can see it here. We're going to talk about it. It says in the Apostle, Do not go past the 15th. Says the Gemara, the Mishnah. Chalis b'Shabbos. Oh, here's even more interesting. Now we're going to come to a, a situation where you could go all the way back to the 11th. If Purim falls out on Shabbos, now in our days we know it can, can never happen. We have calendars. In those days it could happen. Falls out on Shabbos. Kfarim. Kfarim. Just give me the camera. Going to be famous soon. So if Purim falls out on a Shabbos, so the guys from the villages, they go all the way back from Shabbos, all the way back to Thursday. Now, since it's Shabbos, so the guys in the walled city, they read the Megillah on Sunday. But what if Purim falls out on a Sunday? Oh, this is the case of 11. Purim is right here in purple. So the guy from the village, you go all the way back three days to Thursday, and that's Yud Aleph Adar, you can't go past, hey, because no matter what, you're gonna, the, biggest, the biggest gap you're going to have between Bezin and Bezin is the three days. So he's here. If you're on base, you already have a bezin. If you're here, go all the way back to Thursday. It's a Sunday, so everybody could read the Megillah on a Sunday. And if you're in Yerushalayim or Walled City, you read the Megillah on a Monday. Says the Gemara, Megillah We have to pick up a pe- the pace a little bit because we have a lot to learn here. And the time is very, we only have 15 minutes really. Megillah Nikris Bidalaf, Minolan. How do you know that you can read the Megillah other than the two days that I showed you before, the 15th and the 14th that says before in the Megillah? Okay. The also says in the Megillah these two days. Where, where do you come up with? I'm not telling you it's a Pasuk. I'm telling you the Gemara tells us later. Chachamim made a special kula, a dispensation for those people that live in the village. They could, they could read the Megillah earlier than Purim. In order for them to be able, if they're going to be busy with the Megillah, right now the Gemara learns it that we need them to give food and water to everybody else. That's where all the food came from, from the, from the villages. Okay. But then we're going to see that's not really like that. It's more like they're such nice people, so we gave them, not that we need their food, but they're nice people, so we gave them a kula. Says Gemara, you're right. This is what's bothering us. Who made this whole Purim? Who wrote the Megillah? Mordechai, all the great Sanhedrin, the big Takon. So now, if Mordechai and, his, and, and the other Rabbanim, they said only, how could Rabbanim of a later, later generation who aren't as great as the Anshik Nesak come along and undo their Takana. 
But now we learned in the Mishnah, ain't bezin yachal avatal divir bezin chavera. Elam kein gadol menu bechachmo b'minyan. You need to be greater than them. Chachmo b'minyan. Now, very almost every single time it happens. It happens that the later generation is not as great. But we had a few situations where the time of Shmuel, they were greater than before. Different times in, in history, there is such a thing that you can be greater, or even in the same generation. One bezin makes a, a, a gzera, and then another bezin comes along and undoes it. They're just as great or greater, they can do it. El b'shita kulu, takinu. Says the Gemara, at the end of the day, you must say, that it's, said that you can read the Megillah on Yudal if you'd base a gimel. If that's the case, if it's the same people that wrote these psukim, Mordechai and Anshikinah Sagdoilo, where exactly in the Megillah did they put in that you could also read it on your Alfi Basic Gimel? They should have put it in there. They did. Let me show you real quickly what this Gemara is going to tell us. Very, very simple. The Megillah, in the Megillah it says the word Bismanehem. It could have said Zman, so we have an extra Mem, we have extra yud hey. So we're going to learn three things from these words. The word Zman is going to tell us the time of what the Megillah tells us, Yudalad and Tzvav. Zmanam means there's extra two time, extra two days. Bismanehem, Yudal Yudalad, Yud Gimel. Let's see it inside. It's three Limudim. And the Gemara just says, how do we learn? How do we get to the words and everything? But that's all we're trying to do here. And by the way, this is a technical daf. It's very typical for Mesechta's Shas. When you start off Shas, usually the first daf is like, why do I say this word, that word? Tomorrow I promise stories, easier stuff. It says Gemara, don't drop out on this daf, on this on day one because of this daf. That's all I'm saying. Bear with me for a few minutes here. Unless we don't finish the Amr, then tomorrow is going to be another technical day. There's many different times. It says in the Megillah, there's two days. So what do you mean? Of course it has to say, it's plural. There's Yudalad and Tzvav. So you should read the, the Megillah on the plural days, on the two days. It says the Gemara... Even in Hebrew, in English, same thing. If I tell you there's two days you can do something, you can do it on Wednesday and Thursday, make sure it's on time. It's singular. You don't have to say on their times. Do it on time. So, there's more than what it says in the Megillah. Not only Yudal, there's Yudal, there's Yudal, but I need that word. This two zman. That's that's what I meant to say over here in the in the blue. That what you're not allowed to read the Megillah on Yudalid if you're in a city with a wall. You're not allowed to read the Megillah on Tezvav if you live in a city without a wall. It's zmanim You live here, you get Yudalid. You live here, you get Tezvav. You can't pick and choose. It's not one or the other. One is for him. One is for you. Okay. So again, just to review, Zman tells us Zmanam tells us that the Yudalatasvav is on two different days you can't pick and choose. If you live in a city with a wall, only Tasvav. And Zmanahem tells me that there's extra days, Yudalat Yudbeis and Yudgimel. Maybe it means Tas Zayin. Who told you to stop? 
says Gemara Zmanayim do Zmanom. It has to be similar to the first word. Mas Zmanom. Trey. We only have Yudalan and Zvav in the Megillah. Zmanayim Trey. So when you add days, you're adding only two. Maybe it's the 12th and the 13th. Where do you get to 11? It is two. If you think about it, two days before is 13 and, and 12. Not Where do you get to 11? It has to be that Yudgimel is a time of gathering that Kleisrol gathered and they did an akama to the Goyim, Lakoli, so they're all together, there's Achtos, the and you don't have to uh, talk about it. You don't have to. You don't have to even bring a a, a raya from the pasuk. It's pasuk since they're they're all together. That was the day. Now, real quickly, I got to tell you this because Purim is a day of achdos of the entire year of all Yom Tovim. It's the day you give mishlach manas to your friends. It's the day you give tzedakah to the aniim. It's the day you invite people to your to your house to celebrate. Why is it? They ask the question. Why is it? That it's the only Yantif that's celebrated in two different days. If you live in this place, you do it on the Tesvav. It's a day of Achtos. It should be a day of where everybody does it on the same exact day. And perhaps the answer is that Hagufa, that's exactly what we're trying to show. That there are people that they celebrate their Yiddishkeit this way. They wear that hat, they wear that beard, that payas, that shirt, whatever it is. They do it their way. But at the end of the day, those guys that are on Tesvav, those guys that are on Yedalad, they're all in it for the same exact reason. They're reading the Megillah, they're celebrating the Rebbe Shalom, whatever it is. The same thing, but it could be done in different ways. Shtavart. But anyway, Zok to Gemara, there's another question here. If in fact they, they beat the Olam, they, the, they beat the war on the Yud Gimel, why is Purim not on Yud Gimel? Meshachachma says that it can't be on Yud Gimel because just like we don't say Halal on the last day of Pesach because Yodai Toivim, my, my creation is drowning. You're going to say Shira now, even Goyim. So when a guy, when you beat the guy, you don't celebrate right there. Says the Gemara, just like the Gemara says later on, this idea that 13 is the day that everybody got together, you don't need, you don't need a rebuke for it. Maybe the extra is is coming to tell us 16 and 17. So that's the policy. I can't go past 15. It says, Like the days that the Jews rested. Like the days. Like the days. She's going another shot of how do we know that we have two extra days, not just Yudal Tesvav, because it says, like the days of Yudal Tesvav, we have two extra days. Same question, same Gemara like we had a second ago. But maybe Kayam comes to add the 12th and the 13th. It's a day that you gather, you don't need a special limon. Maybe 16, 17. You can't go past 15. The reason why he doesn't learn, he learns the word Kayam, he doesn't like this whole business. It doesn't interest him. He doesn't hold this as Limon. Oh, he's saying a beautiful pshat. It's extra days. It's not talking about adding extra days to the Megillah. It's talking about in the year 2021, you should read the Megillah like in the days of Mardukhai and Esther. 
Our whole Mishnah is the words of Rebbe Kiva He's an anonymous Mishnah. Rashi has another Pshat. It's interesting because anonymous Mishnah is usually um, goes to Rameir and then, and then he brings to Yisaf the different things. Rebbe Yehuda sometimes because these are the Tamidim of Rebbe Kiva. He doesn't like that Pshat. It's Rebbe Kiva himself. The Darsh Zman Zmanom Zmanayim Rebbe Kiva likes that pshat. Argue according to this. There is no Yud Aleph, Yud Beis, Yud Gimel. It's only on Yud Aleph and Tzvav like we do today. When do we lay the Megillah like this? When everything is in order and Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael. But nowadays, since people look at Purim and they say, oh, if Purim is today, so when's Pesach? 30 days from then. So they're going to do Pesach on the wrong day. So let me ask you, and if Pesach is on the wrong day, what's the worst thing that could happen? Who said that? What else? What else? That's it? From Pesach. But he's right. It's Chametz because Chametz, you might eat Chametz on Pesach, and Chametz is Karis. That's the worst thing that could happen. So what? But it's not Karis. According to Rebbe Kiva, because Rebbe Kiva himself, Rashi says, lived after the Khurban. He lived a little bit in the base of Midas, a little bit after. So even in, and Rebbe Kiva said, his Allah so goes even after the base of Midas was destroyed. So Rebbe Yudha doesn't go according to Rebbe Kiva, he goes according to Rebbe Kiva. But if Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael, you do read on your Aleph, and they darshan Zmanehem, Zman, Zmanehem. To Yufta the Rebbe Yochanan, this will be a Bam Kasha Rebbe Yochanan, to Yufta. Igeda Amri, some say no, it's not a Kasha. Omer Rebbe Yochanan, Omer Rebbe Yochanan, Zudiv Rebbe Kivas Timsa, Avachacham Omru, Bizman Azeh, you see he sticks in. Only in these days, he already prefaces the question in there and he says, no, in our days, we have to, we have to figure out when Pesach is. Unbelievable, We're running out of time, we didn't get to the Ahmed Beis. Okay, first day is different with the whole spiel, the whole thing. Same thing. In our days, since people... Look at when you do Purim and they figure out when Pesach is because we live in Chutzlars and we don't have calendar and we have to know it. We don't have Shlichim to come and tell us when Pesach is. We're going to base it on Purim. So you can't do it early because if you do it early, you'll end up eating Chomet at the end of the Pesach. Ravashi Ashi had a question, a contradiction between two Rebbe Yehudas. And therefore he said, since it's a contradiction, it can't be both Rebbe Yehuda. One of them is Rabbi Yehuda, one of them is the son of Rabbi Yehuda. You hear Judah? The son of Rabbi Yehuda, who's Rabbi Yaisi Bar Yehuda. We just turned to Bezom with Bez, sponsored by Aaron Struk, in honor of my parents, Josh and Naomi Struk, and Lezech and Nishmas, Aaron and Shimon Akai, and Zechron Levrach, sponsored anonymously as a schizophrenic shidduchin for my siblings and myself. What's the question? Does it make sense? Rabbi Yehuda says that in our generation, since we're going to base Pesach on Purim, so you can't mess around with the time that you, you read the Megillah, it always has to be on Yudalid. When do you read the Megillah? On the 11th, a place that you go to, to Bezdin, where Bezdin gets together on Mondays and Thursdays. 
But in a place that there's no Bezdin, then you don't have a right to, to make the Megillah earlier. Says the Gemara, but from here you can be Medayek. Even in our time, it seems like if Bezdin gathers together on a Monday and a Thursday, we read the Megillah early on the 11th, even. So what does he do? Major contradiction. On the one hand, Rabbi Huda says, not Bezman On the other hand, Rabbi Huda says, Bezman What do we do? Great way out of it. It's not Rabbi Huda, it's his son. That's cheating. That's not fair. No, it's not that he made this up and he just threw it out there. He actually heard the name. He heard the name thrown around. In base marriage, he heard the name. Rabbi the son says this, says a little different than his father. Oh. So Melo, that's why he changed it. And he said, since he has a contradiction, Omar says Ravashi. Ravashi, the author of the Gemara. Man the Tanilak Rabbi Yehuda Lav Dafka. You can't say that they're both Rabbi Yehuda because then it's a contradiction. Man the Tanilak Rabbi Yosi Rabbi Yehuda Dafka. So the second Brisa that says different than Rabbi Yehuda explaining the Mishnah is his son. Krachem Hamukafim Chaim Mois Yoshua Benun Kirim Bechamisha Asar. By the way, Eitan O'Garrick's song last night was all about how Ahmed Beis is somehow he doesn't understand how, but it's always quicker and easier than Ahmed Aleph. And here is the biggest raya. Menani Mili. How do we know there's a concept at all of reading on the 15th in a, in a city that has a wall? Where in this passage do you see wall? It says Shushan. That's it. Says Gemara, I'll tell you why. Because it says in the next passage that the people that live in open wide cities, imagine those days, dangerous stuff. The enemy could come during the night and kill you. No, no protection. Live in an unprotected city, you read the Megillah on the 14th. Oh, since it uses the word open city, so it means what's the opposite of open? Closed. An enclosed city with a wall would have to be the other date in the Pasuk beforehand, which means the 15th. Nothing more, just technical. Again, don't drop out on me tomorrow because of this. It's just today's dav, I promise you. Ve'ima, no, not really. It's a trick to get you to come back tomorrow. Maybe the, the people that live in open cities, they get to do the Megillah on the 14th. The people that live in closed cities don't do the Megillah at all. Ah, what about this Pasuk? Only Shushan people. It says Shushan. V'lav Yisraeli, what do you mean? They're not Jews? <laughs> They're not going to celebrate Purim at all. It says before in the Megillah, everybody, including all the cities that have a wall. So, okay, the Gemara is relentless. By the way, this is what the Gemara does. It's a style to get to the bottom line. Just asking questions like a student asks a Rebbe. The Gemara knows all the answers, but we want to get to the bottom line to show you how we achieve that. Maybe it means to say that if you live in a walled city, you have a choice. You can pick and choose 14 or 15. Look, it says both 14 15. If it would just say in addition to the 14th, you can read it on the 15th. Then you can pick and choose which one you want to do 14 or 15. No, the S. 
chops it up. Also, ace who pasuk, it it it's, it divides it. Hani Barbasar, the people without a wall, they read the Megillah on the fourteenth. Hani Bichem Shasar, and everybody with a wall reads it on the fifteenth. Beima Prozim Barbasar, Mukafim Ibor Barbasar, Ibor Bechamaisar. Maybe it means. By the way, if you need to go and you need to leave by eight o'clock, get up and go. It's not a problem. I'm not Machbid because the shear is supposed to be over at eight. Today we started extremely late and we had extremely long. Not you. You sit down. I told you guys, just <laughs> beginning to share, I warn you. Fine. Maybe the people that live in the open cities are in the 14th. Those in the, in the Mukhaf Chaima, if they want, they can pick and choose or in the They can do one or the other. It's different times. They can't overlap each other. The ones in the open cities, they have to lean on the 14th. The ones in the closed cities, on the 15th. Maybe they should read the Megillah on the 13th. Kishushan. Says Gemara, Ashikhan sorry, Kishushan, that Shushan is city, they do it on the 15th, and Memela, it can't be on the 13th. Says Gemara, Ashikhan Look at this. Where's that pasuk? No, it's over here. Look what it says in the pasuk at the end. Simcha, umishta, you should drink and be happy. The yantav, we're going to see, it's not yantav today. Give, that's asiyah, that's doing. What else is there on, on Purim? Reading the Megillah. Remembering the story. That's called zechira, says the Gemara. But look, the Pasuk is not talking about Megillah. The Pasuk that talks about 14th is doing. When do you give Shalachmanis? On the 14th. When do you do it? On the 14th. Everything's on the 14th. Drinking, get drunk on the 14th. Read the Megillah. Maybe it's on a different day. Says Gemara, So in this Pasuk, in, in, uh, all these Pesukim so far in Perik Tes, but in Pasuk Chavches, it says, Nizkarim, reading the Megillah, Venasim, and we do, what does it mean, Nizkarim, Venasim? You should remember and do. What are you remembering? Remembering means to read the Megillah, and do means to literally go out and give Shalach Manas, and get drunk, not drunk, drink wine, be happy. So therefore, it's a Hekish. Iskash, Zechirah, Asiyah, and just like Asiyah is on the 14th, so too, is the Rimi Megillah. Have a wonderful day.